Welcome to another edition of the Fitness for All podcast. I am pleased to have on the podcast tonight, Amy and Tyler Bois, and welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having us, Cam. Yes, yes. (laughs) So uh, let's start off, I guess, Amy, with you. And uh, can you maybe talk a little bit about um, you being an adaptive coach? Absolutely. Yeah. So I am really lucky. I started my career in personal training. Probably it's been about four years now where I've focused on personal training, but been an instructor um, at a local gym here for over 10 years. Um, I got into adaptive fitness training because my son really needed to have some motivation to get up and get moving. And (laughs) he's like, yes. (laughs) Um, And once we started doing that together and I started to put my creative thinking cap on, I realized that there was such a need out there for trainers to specialize in adaptive training. So I just very quickly said, not only can I help Tyler, but I can help so many that need to get out there and get moving and really bring my expertise to the table. So that's kind of how it happened. Nice. And you have a business called uh, Fit for Life. So um, that's how it came to be. Uh, Fit for Life is because of your son, Tyler? Uh, Well, actually, so it's I'm fit with Amy B. That's what I go by on my Instagram page. And that's where I do literally almost all my work. Um, That's where people can sign up with me for one-on-one personal training, small group training. Um, That's where literally it all started was on Fit with Amy B. And that was over, gosh, over four years ago now when I started that. And that's uh, quite the long time for doing something like that. Uh, What do you see as far as like into the future uh, where you want to take Fit with Amy B? Well, you know, honestly, we have a really diverse group. Um, I definitely think adaptive training is my niche. I think that there's a need and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So I think, you know, over the next year, we're going to see more adaptive programs. Um, And in fact, I've started working with uh, brands on Instagram that are looking to help make their products geared towards fitness for all abilities. So I would say you're going to see me working with different brands to help them uh, be more accessible and more inclusive. Perfect. And Tyler, let's uh, ask you a question. I see you all the time on your mom's Instagram and you're just working out like uh, the show tomorrow. How's that going with your therapy and working out? Very good, actually. Um, I'm going to this gym called Project Guac, and it's been really fun, and I just, it feels good to move again, <laughs> and not. Like, oh, for sure, it must. Crappy all the time. Yeah, yeah, because Tyler had, and he'll tell you, he had been in pain, chronic pain, really, for a very long time. Still am, but better. <laughs> right, but better. It and feels good to move. Yes. Absolutely, and this place is really motivating him to get moving, <sighs> Um, it's an in, it's an adaptive gym here in Stratum, New Hampshire, that was started by two parents uh, because their daughter had suffered a very debilitating um, virus where it left her in a coma for four years. And her name's Victoria Arlen. She's actually an ESPN commentator. 
Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So she woke up out of her coma after four years and the parents had her in a similar type gym out in California and they decided to open their own project walk here in Stratum to really help their daughter rehabilitate and um, take her life back again. She literally had to learn every, every aspect. She was a full-time wheelchair user um, and had to essentially like re relearn everything. She has the phone backwards. Yeah. Yeah. She's gotten all of her, everything back. She was on dancing with the stars as well. So it's been, oh, great. yeah. So the gym is just a great fit for Tyler. Um, lots of young coaches. They yes. play music in the background. So it's been awesome. I love it. Yeah. And Tyler, what are some of the favorite exercises you like to do there? Or do you have any favorite exercises? I just exercise. I don't really have a favorite one. I just do whatever. You did today. He did one today, one? Cam, the one where you were sitting on oh, yeah. a BOSU. So they create instability by having him sit on a BOSU, <clears throat> and then they essentially throw balls at him, and he has to hit the balls with like his hands like out of the way. Mm -hmm. So the whole point of it is to create instability and your core really has to work to stabilize and then to hit the beach ball. That's what it was. Um, you did pretty good with that, Tyler. Yes, I did. <laughs> it, it's kind of like extreme dodgeballing. <laughs> oh, and that would be amazing to be able to play extreme dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. I like dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> see, he's into dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. I used to play it when I was growing up back in the 1800s, too. So it was fun. <laughs> oh, come on, Cam. We know you're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, uh, with being an adaptive trainer, um, what kind of philosophies do, you, philosophies do you have when you're uh, training your athletes, and how do you adapt uh, to their abilities? Actually, my philosophy is really, really simple is that I train all my clients like they're an athlete. Um, I don't put limitations on them. Uh, we certainly talk about, you know, their bodies and what they have going on, what their strengths are, what their areas of opportunities are. But I let them know right from the beginning that movement is medicine and we are going to get you moving. And it's a, it's a joint relationship that we're going to have together. But I treat them just like I would any other individual who I was training. And that's my, that's my philosophy behind my adaptive fitness business. Yeah, and why do you think it's important to do that? Well, I mean, I think it's important to do that, especially since, you know, in today's society, um, the disabled community, we're, we're, we're fighting for equal opportunity and for accessibility and exclusivity. And the disabled community absolutely has a place in the fitness world. So the more that we create an environment of inclusivity and also equal treatment, the more the perceptions will change of people living with disabilities. Yeah, and that's just it. And that's what I always try to do, too, is to uh, all I can do is control my actions um, and what I say. And hopefully with the information that, uh, you know, that we give to people, hopefully um, it, it will change. And obviously, I would love for it to change a little bit quicker than it is, but it is changing. And that's a good thing. Oh, I, I, I absolutely think it is changing. I'm seeing the change. Um, I'm having a lot more conversations with 
big brands online um, that are very interested in the adaptive fitness community. Uh, people are paying attention. So this is the time now to um, get out there, um, make your needs heard and to uh, raise awareness. Yeah, and uh, along with that awareness, um, I, Tyler, if I remember correctly, was part of a fashion show. Oh, yes. Yes, I was recently. It was fun. Very fun. And, and what, was, what made it fun? Just getting in. I don't know. Your clothes. <laughs> the clothes was cool. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. What did you like the out of the outfits? Which one did you like the best? pants honestly I don't the know. shorts yeah yeah the shorts were the shorts were awesome because they had velcro closure so easy on easy mm -hmm. off no buttons no zippers I like velcro oh and the shoes they sent him um merrill's slip-on shoes that went right over his um allard orthotics which was awesome and all mm -hmm. these all these things were donated by who do you remember Zappos, right? Yeah, Zappos, <laughs> adaptive. Oh, no. <laughs> He's rubbing my arm. Mom, I remembered. <laughs> right on, Tyler. <laughs> um, yeah, they were awesome. They sent Tyler two out outfits, two pairs of sneakers, and everything that he tried on, literally, you, look, you looked great. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, when you feel good, you, you know, when you look good, you feel good, and you seem confident, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's great for uh, all people with uh, disabilities to be able to have that line of clothing uh, because it's they're much more confident and they're able uh, to do it a lot on their own as well, which I think is phenomenal uh, towards being independent as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think we're seeing a lot of brands follow in Zappos um footsteps yeah like Tyler was saying we're in that fashion show i think we had over 15 brands participate in that fashion show uh yeah it was awesome i mean in we even had runway of dreams originator mindy schreier was on there and it was just awesome and at the end we had a round table and we had like four models that got to talk with the uh, brands, the that businesses. Was a good round table. I really like that. Round yeah, table. the round table was awesome because they they asked questions and they got feedback and very receptive to feedback to making their products even better. Yeah, that's awesome to know that that's out there and that the world is changing uh, that much more towards adaptability. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So as well, Amy, um, let's kind of go back into the fitness area where um, you're an adaptive trainer also with, is it pronounced one Kanana? Um, Kakana, actually. It's just like, one yeah, Kikana. if somebody was going to search it, it would just go on to Kakana. It's one Kakana on Instagram. That's their handle. Mm -hmm. But essentially, Kakana is a startup business. It's still pretty new. Um, it's a website geared for people of all abilities for adaptive fitness, um, a place where it's completely inclusive, uh, no judgment free zone. And we offer live classes daily. And then also there's a complete on demand library where if you can't make the live classes, you can search on demand and take them when you have availability, um, which is awesome. I teach 
with Kakana two times a week on Tuesdays at nine and Wednesdays at 11. You did one today, right? Yep, I did one today and I teach uh, strength classes with them. That's awesome. And how did that opportunity present itself to you? You talked to the like, head uh, or like the, what, what do you call it? The, the originator of yeah, the website. Yeah, yeah actually, interestingly yeah, enough, um, Matt Ney is the founder of Kakana. And he was talking with a few people that were involved in the beta testing of the program. And, and this is how great Instagram is. Um, one of the uh, beta testers, uh, Lori, said, you know what, Matt, you've got to reach out with Fit with Amy B. Yes. She would be awesome. And initially, they were thinking they were, they were only going to hire uh, disabled instructors to teach. Um, but you know what, um, the cool thing about Kakana is that it's a mixture of both and that's what it should be because it's inclusive. And when Matt talked with me, he was like, my goodness, Amy, um, I'd say you're a pretty big cheerleader for the <laughs> disabled community. And, um, I told him that I would love to incorporate Tyler into some of the workouts too, when he's ready. And that's, that's kind of how it got taken off. And that's great. And Tyler, um, as much as you may or may not realize it, um, people see you and um, they are very proud of you and what you've accomplished, especially through, you know, some of the challenges that you've yeah. had. And you have uh, spina bifida and hydrocephalus, um, which is also which I have as yeah. well. Um, can you maybe let the listeners know what some of the uh, positives of having spina bifida and hydrocephalus is? Uh, like, has there been any speaking podcasts that you've done to kind of send that out to the world to let them know what spina bifida yeah, is about? Yeah, that. I don't like teach people. Uh, pretty much just giving people a good experience and what is my business what we have to go through and just pretty much saying, oh, yeah, uh, hey, do you like what is happening? You should understand what I'm going through. Or yeah, I mean, essentially, like by sharing our journey and what you're going yes. through, yeah. um, you're creating awareness and letting them know that you can lead a very active Life. and great life with spina bifida um important to note because 15 is hard yes. this is a hard age when you're you know it's not a secret when you're hormonal and you're learning more about yourself and accepting your disability um but with all that said tyler definitely has had the opportunity to be involved with so many different things yep. and while mm -hmm. spina bifida is not without struggle because it's important Definitely. to be honest about that. There's certainly a struggle, but I tell you with that struggle comes great clarity yeah. as to your purpose here in life and where you're going. Yeah. Absolutely. And Tyler, do you like any sports or have you been playing any sports uh, at I all? I did play tennis for a while and then COVID happened and just <laughs> nothing has really like, Popped up. We skied a little bit this oh, winter. Oh, yeah, skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And was that 
Yeah, um, he skis with New England Disabled Sports, which yeah, is Loon. at Loon Mountain mm-hmm. here in New Hampshire. Um, do they mm-hmm. were there as well? Yep, we ski through <laughs> Maine Adaptive too, um, up at Sunday River, which is a great program. And then tennis, we are going to be Tyler's going to be getting back into that. We've had some challenges with some upper extremity yeah. weakness <laughs> post spinal fusion but with going to project walk and getting stronger um noticing progress yeah he's definitely noticing progress like today what did you do today with the tennis racket oh yeah i hit um a ball for the first time with a tennis racket yeah it hurt but it felt good at the same time yeah it hurt like you said it hurt but it felt good at the same time so it was good pain that makes sense yeah good good yeah (laughs) well no I think sometimes people don't get that. I know. It does seem kind of weird. Yeah. Like, ow, this hurts, but I love it. But you're moving, right? And the more that you get moving, the honestly, it's been the one thing that has changed the most, that has helped Tyler the most. Yes. And movement, uh, like I was uh, listening to you a little bit earlier on your Instagram feed, and knowing that movement is so important, and I know that anytime I'm doing a work out with uh, Mark from oh, yeah. Fitness or on my own. Um, I, I, I totally get you, Tyler, on the good pain because I get good pain. The older I get, the more good pain I seem to have every time. I yeah. It, so. yeah, yeah, it, yes. I know. And, and I think maybe sometimes people don't understand that whole good pain, but yeah. Um, yeah. the more you get moving, the better off you are, you yes. know, because it, it takes away some of that stiffness and helps you with mobility. Um, and well, strength makes you happier. Yeah, and a more independent uh, person as well. Yeah, for sure. And uh, kind of on the same lines, you're still talking about spina bifida, Amy. Uh, you are the chair for the Spina Bifida Association of Greater New England. Can you maybe tell our listeners uh, what you do in that role? Yes, I'm at. So I am. I am chair of Spina Bifida of Greater New England, and we service Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Um, so we're, we, we cover that entire span. And our goal is to enrich the lives of people living with spina bifida through providing resources, programming, bringing people together, um, and just celebrating together as well. Um, I've been the chair now for the last two years and been on the board for seven years. And I'm telling you, we have some of the best programming available out there um, for our young adults, for teens, younger children. Yeah. Um, we're just constantly looking to provide the be- very best um, programming we can for our community. It's good organization. <laughs> have you done any of those programs, Tyler? Actually, yes, I've done Best of Blank. Yes, Best in Bling. Which is a teen empowerment teen, program. Yeah, with like girls and boys, so pretty much packed together. What do you like the best about Best in Bling? Basically, I just like it because it's a bunch of people that like no one going through and just basically are like me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they're actually like, they're like me, they have the wheelchair. And, and they get it. Yeah. yeah, they get it. Yeah, it's like we bring the teens together for a weekend. Um, mm. And we put together awesome programming. And like Tyler said, it's it's, so it's a weekend where you can just be yourself. Yeah. You're totally you accepted. To you yeah. Have to just like sit there and like it's not awkward. awkward. Like people get you. 
and it's yeah. it's nice it's nice to have that opportunity yes. nice. yeah and, and that's what i found as well um you know, be it through mental health or um, with my spina bifida, being able to speak somebody that's going through similar experiences so you don't feel so alone is so important to have. Yeah. yeah. Which I sounds like so alone with COVID. Uh, yeah, with and COVID and just pretty much like nothing happening. Like lack of opportunity. It's been tough. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right, Tyler. It's been even more, you know, just in general, it's harder for people with disabilities. Um, <laughs> and then when you add on a pandemic and lack of resources and lack of um, and also we services, get, like sick, like quicker because it's like, um, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah and, for sure. So, what do you do, Tyler, to um, have <laughs> some fun or to keep yourself busy during the pandemic? Uh, time? I pretty much just watch TV. He loves YouTube. YouTube pretty much. <laughs> That's what I've been doing in the past months. So. Yeah, he loves YouTube. But uh, who's your good. favorite? Who's your favorite YouTuber? I don't really have a favorite. I just pretty much watch stuff. And you love all the. Um, oh, I like tricking, like flips tricking and flips. Yeah, yeah. Tell them why you like that. Because my mom was a gymnast. Talk about it. Yeah, which is. He he, right. he he gravitates to um, very dynamic movement, and I think Tyler and I have that both in common because I was a, a competitive gymnast growing up. So it's just so interesting mm -hmm. that that's what he loves. That's what he w loves to watch. It's called tricking. Oh, yeah, okay. it's really cool. And why is, why is it called tricking? Because of the dynamic movement, I or I, I honestly don't know why it's called that, but it's very much just like break dancing, martial arts, and Flips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's actually very amazing. These people are athletes. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but this summer, luckily with the warm weather coming up, we do have a boat. Oh, uh, yes. So we'll be going out on our boat, and we're hoping to teach Tyler how to drive our boat <laughs> next. Uh -oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm on the same lake, I got to make sure that I have a helmet on. <laughs> In case I see you there if you're driving. We actually, we actually, we actually go out here on uh, the seacoast in New Hampshire. So we're actually on um, the Piscataqua, that area. Yeah. So it's like. It's so if you're listening to the podcast, if you're on the Piscataqua, <laughs> make sure you're not there this summer. It's not when Tyler's right. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, and too, think about it, Tyler. You're getting close. Like over the next couple of years, you're probably start learning to drive too. Because you're 15. Yeah, and when are you able to get your license in the state, or at least where you are? Is it 16? 16. Or? You can get right. You can you can get your permit at 15, and then license at 16. Where do you get that? You just you have to take you have to sign up with a driving academy, and then yeah, whistle. you did whistle. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, I whistled. That's that's amazing. So hopefully you can get there and start driving, and then uh, you can come up here and uh, visit Mark and I at some point. Oh, later. we would love that. Yes, that would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Family yeah, well, we're, and we're all Canadian, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, I think everyone should be Canadian personally, but I might be a bit biased because I was born here, so... <laughs> Steve's my well, my husband is from um, the Canadian, almost up on the Canadian border in Maine, so that 
Okay. Yep. Like way up in Presque Isle, Maine. So both of his mm -hmm. parents were Canadian. Um, and then they moved over into mm -hmm. Maine after they got married. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're honorary Canadian. Mm -hmm. Yep. We eat, our, <laughs> That's we eat our ploys, buckwheat pancakes, and oh all that yummy. <laughs> Maple syrup and all the yep, good stuff. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So with uh, the fitness, Amy, that you do, uh, kind of jumping back to the fitness mm -hmm. area, um, what is the key to having uh, a good fitness program, um, be it for uh, adaptive athletes or the able-bodied athletes? Well, I mean, I think that I think the key is it needs to be sound. You know, I think it any type of fitness program needs to be um, structured, um, organized. Not without fun. It definitely has to be fun, but you know, a good fitness program will incorporate strength training mixed with mobility, um, teaching people how to move their body well. Um, yeah, without hurting themselves, pain free, um, and then hopefully they're that engaged that they'll continue to do the program. Um, on their own going forward, because that's really it. Because by establishing a consistent routine, that develops a habit. And then the next thing you know, that person um, becomes um, invested in their wellness program. Yeah. yeah, and that's just it is because that's the hardest thing for me is getting into the habit, making sure, because uh, what it's a habit or you're going to keep doing it after uh, 30 days or I'm yeah. not sure. Um, what it is, but I think it's yeah, no, days. you're right. And honestly, oftentimes accountability accountability plays a big role in it. So that's where you know I come into play as the coach trainer, um, where I provide the accountability and the motivation. Initially, that's really where it's at. And you want to start slow. You know, it's not something where oftentimes, you know, at gyms you'll see people at the beginning of the year they'll be coming for like two, even three weeks. But then they sort of burn out in a blaze of glory because they've come at it too quickly um, and either they're too sore to come back or they just have have said, you know, this isn't for me. So I always tell people short, actionable goals lead to long term success. And, you know, you didn't lose your wellness in a day and you're not going to get it back in a day. It takes time and commitment. Yes. Oh, and that is so true. Uh, and for the listeners, um, where can they reach you, Amy, if they want to take part in any of your programs? Um, and maybe even before I ask that, um, maybe Tyler, I'll ask you one last question. If All that's right, okay. Hit me. <laughs> okay. So my question, Tyler, is what advice would you give to someone who also has spina bifida and hydrocephalus? Mm. That's a good question. To get moving to the workout. Uh, pretty much hang in there, speak, talk to people, don't get nervous because you're in a wheelchair, uh, get moving. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Uh, not just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean life is always going to be so hard. Just and I keep fighting or just yeah. make people understand you. I, I no, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, I think it's 
Well, yeah, that was really well said, Tyler. I think, I mean, basically, you're like, don't count yourself out because you're a wheelchair. I don't want to say something and like get mad because honestly, I feel like people like me are just outcasted and like not accepted, <laughs> mentioned at all. Like, it's from around words all the time that are like super offensive. I'm like, Jeez, well, and that's where and that's where we come into play because we're raising that awareness yes, to. I know that. Yeah, it just it annoys me so much that like we have to do that. I know, I know, it's tough, but that's <laughs> why we're doing things. No, 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 it's okay, and you're you're right. Not yeah, I mean that's right. I mean when you're 15, it's really it's really <laughs> it's on the forefront, you know, and like trying to help change the dialogue you know how can we change the dialogue for people with disabilities to be accepted <laughs> be accepted just like everybody else um creating a more inclusive world i mean it's it's a challenge and it is tough and frustrating so i, I oh, and having to do that tyler i completely understand where you're coming from uh, it was a few years ago when i was 15 um saying that I, even today at uh, my uh, young age of 47, I think I am actually not born in the 1800s. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to get the world to change, to uh, see you as, um, you know, uh, yeah. a person or, you know, because I'm no better than you and you're no better than me. And, uh, you know, uh, that I think you gave some absolute great advice for people, not only with people with uh, spina bifida, but just people with disabilities uh that's you know period and that's yes. wonderful mm -hmm. yes and always be yourself tyler and never ever be afraid to say how you're feeling because that's how the world's going to change and it, it is exhausting when you have advocate for yourself but i know you and i see you on um the lives <laughs> with your mom and i see how much gusto and just passion you have and you just Thank keep you. that up. <laughs> that's nice. called uh Cam, that's actually called sass. Oh my God. <laughs> that, okay, He's got a sass. lot of sass, which will serve him well in life. I definitely <laughs> say what's on that. Yeah, he that's does. He he says what's on his mind. So we, he's got that covered. <laughs> nice. Yes. Good to you, so Amy, if somebody wants to uh, kind of take any of your classes or kind of, um, you know, um, do your classes, how can they find yeah, you? Yeah, they really easy. You know, the best place probably to find me right now is on fit with, fit with Amy B on Instagram. I post daily workouts. I'm pretty accessible on there. Um, I work with many different brands and businesses on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook as well. Fit for life with Amy. Um, I know I'm not on Facebook as much as Instagram. It's just not, it's not the same. I'm on there for groups, but, um, so either one. And then also on Instagram, if they prefer, they can email me too. Uh, my email is located on there. Um, if they're interested in training, I have personal training options available for all abilities. I definitely specialize in rehabilitative fitness. Adaptive fitness is my specialty. Um, but I also work with high school athletes. Um, I work with, I, for instance, I have an 11-year-old 
who I'm training right now, who had a broken ankle, who's coming back from that. So definitely have a well-versed uh, yes, <laughs> set of skill sets. Um, but if anybody's interested, they can sign up for a training session with me. And yeah, yes. that's about it. And if they're interested in classes, they would want to go yeah. on to the handle one Kakana on Instagram to check it out. Um, or they can just type in Kakana in Google and the website will come up to sign up for classes. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Amy and Tyler, it has been an absolute yes. pleasure you having you on the Fitness Thank for you. All podcast. And I certainly hope yes. to have you on again. And uh, I'm sure our listeners will be following your yes. journey moving awesome. forward. Awesome. Thank you Sounds very much, good. Cam, for having Thank us. You. We really appreciate it.